What's up, y'all, and welcome into Forte Catholic. I am so glad that you are here. We had such a fun show. Enjoy today's show. Subscribe if you like it. Like all the things. Share it with a friend. Review. You know the drill. Do something kind today for your old friends at Forte Catholic. Enjoy today's show. What's up? And welcome to Forte Catholic. I am Taylor Stroll, and this is our summer co-host. He's not making his, his debut. He's been around. He's been a guest of the show multiple times. He's a guest co-hosted a while back, and he passed his test, and now he is sticking it out with us for a few months. And that is Edmund yep. Dwayne Mitchell. Edmund, welcome back to the show. Oh, it's so good to be here, Taylor. Uh, Schroll is Taylor Schroll, right? Uh, and Taylor uh, I'm just I'm, I'm excited that it's French Canadian Boy Summer. I'm I'm the summer host. It's French Canadian Boy Summer. I think they said that on the news recently, and so I'm excited to be here representing French Canadian Boy Summer. How how are, I know that I'm French Canadian. I didn't know that you were French Canadian. Have we talked about this? Are we all a little bit? I mean, uh, yeah, I think I am. I, yeah, I mean, as much as most white people, it's it's kind of like, am, what am I? Like, I'm a little bit of French Canadian. That's all I know. I know to say French Canadian and a little bit of Irish, but not not a lot. Like so, a tiny bit. So you don't know, and you're just <laughs> no. I'm no clue. I mean, it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit of French Canadian. I'm actually I mean, French I've been Canadian. To Canada. Like my family's Cajun and from Southern Louisiana. They came from French. Canada. Oh no, no, this is like no, no, no. This is like real French Canadian from Can- from Canada, Canada, or France, from, or from France, French Canada. <laughs> yeah, but like French Canadian, Canadian, not like that Louisiana stuff. How did I become so strong when my when my background is the two weakest countries that we know of? You know, they're not weak. They're just really good at giving up. Like they're really strong at that's like they know their strength. Their strength is that they know their weaknesses. And well, isn't that a weakness that is turned into a strength? I St. Paul? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Right? For when you know, when when I'm weak, I'm strong, right? Isn't that a thing? That's a casting crown song. When you I'm that, weak, you make me strong. When I'm blind. And they're French Canadian. For this sure. is this is how we plan to start the show. All of this was mm-hmm. pre-planned. We we talked through yep. this. Um, yep. How origin. we actually plan to start the show is I have I have not been sleeping well lately, okay. Edmund. Yeah. And like I have insomnia, and I've had insomnia for years, but it's like it's okay. mostly taken care of. Like I have this one tiny little is it pill. Like a sleep apnea thing, maybe because of a, like your uh, turban. You, you have you have fat turbinoids in your in your head in your face area. Uh, there are areas of my body that are very fat, but my face isn't one of them. Yeah. Maybe you have a hard time breathing. You seem like the type of guy that has a hard time breathing at night. I don't think so. Like a sleep apnea kind of thing. I don't know. I've never been tested for that, but usually it's fine. Like usually, (laughs) Dr. Edmund Mitchell, uh, usually it's fine. But for whatever reason, the last week, like I've been taking like my normal sleeping medicine. Uh, which is what, what's your sleeping magnesium, a little bit of, uh, yeah, straight white magnesium. Claw. Yeah, I just in like I, a white claw, a tall boy. I, I, I bite, I bite it off a piece of alloy. <laughs> I just Perfect. Go to bed. That's good. That's good. Uh, so, I it's like I've been in bed for you know seven, eight, nine hours, like I like I should be. I just I've just been yeah. waking up a lot and kind of tossing and turning and having like very vivid dreams, which is not normal for me anymore. Like I have, I, I had a ton of vivid dreams when I was a kid. I just, yeah. but I've been having very strange dreams and I want to share one of those with you here today. Oh, so please. 
in my dream, mm-hmm. I th- this is literally how it started. Like, th- it won't make sense how I got myself into this situation because it's where the dream so started. Excited. But okay, uh, in my dream, uh, mm-hmm. the band ACDC is coming to town. And I'm, okay. I, I, I guess I'm used to like singing for stuff here in town. So these yeah. people that I kind of know come to me and they're like, uh, ACDC is coming to town and their singer is sick and they want you to fill in for them. And I'm like busy and I just say yes. And then like in the dream, it's the next day, like the day of the ACDC concert. And I like get, get ready. I go up to like the venue. And at that moment... Deep dread g- comes into my life because I realize I don't know any of the words to any ACDC songs. So I'm oh, frantically dang. running around this venue trying to find someone like, uh, do I really have to do this? How did I get myself yeah. into this? And I spent an hour in my dream trying to find the tech guy to make sure that there were going to be words uh, on mm-hmm. the screen like there are at worship mm-hmm. events, which I doubt there are mm-hmm. at ACDC concerts. But I was like, no, I man. need the words given to me like karaoke because- yeah. I don't know any of the words. And, and yeah. then I woke up in just absolute panic and I couldn't go back to sleep because it's one of those dreams where I knew that I wasn't like awake enough for the dream to stop. And I didn't want to live that nightmare anymore. Man, are you feeling kind of unprepared in general in life? Like, are you feeling kind of, are you, are you having experiences where you're unprepared or you feel like there's a lot of stuff coming up where you need to be very prepared for the situation? I th- I, and the only thing that's like along those lines is that for yeah. like last month, I got really behind at work, like during the end of track season, the end of track season gets really busy. So I got, I got yeah. about a week behind and then, but after track season, I've been working a lot and I went from like a week behind to only a couple of days behind to being caught up yeah. to being like a uh-huh. week ahead. And I'm actually going on like w- when everybody is hearing this, I'm on my yearly family vacation. We're recording this the week early Ooh. and I'm do, I am doing a lot of the preparation things. You do a whole year of vacation. My 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 weekly. What did I say? Year long. I, I think I meant Your yearly. Year long. My yearly the vacation. Year is, Bye everybody. I'll see you year. next year. No, my uh, my yearly. So week. you're feeling. So you have had some feelings of like, kind of like the pressure to make sure that you're on top of stuff. I've got it. I I would like to get. I could work next week, but I would prefer not to. Like I'm trying to get everything yeah. done this week, so that next week I don't have to do any work. Okay. So that's probably playing out in your headspace at night. You know, when the lights go down, you're probably that's probably you feel you feel like an adolescent teen who's unprepared to sing at a concert where it should be fun. When's the when's the earliest you remember? <laughs> let's go real deep. When's the earliest you remember having this feeling, Taylor? Um, <laughs> it, it was July 18th. 1999. No, like what's, the, what's the earliest memory you have of being unprepared as a kid? Unprepared, uh, probably like piano recitals is the first thing that comes to mind. Like I just yeah. wasn't very How's good that make at them, you feel? and I hated, I hated performing because they were yeah. like, uh, and maybe, maybe that's part of it. Maybe you're getting to something because like you would always practice with the music in front of you, and then you had to like yeah. practice to get to the point where you had it memorized. And I was just never good at memorizing like yeah. notes and stuff. So maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe this was a 25 years in the making dream. <laughs> Yeah, I don't like dreams because I feel like they're a trailer for a movie, like a not good movie that you never get to watch. And it's not real. I don't like dreams because I feel like the dreams just it's kind of like watching. It's kind of like walking past a TV that's playing 
bits of a trailer to a movie you never get to actually watch. Right, because like, it doesn't I, make sense. I don't know how the story ended. Like, I don't know if I went up there and failed. I don't know if like ACDC ever di- singer came. Have you ever back? died in a dream? Have you ever died in a dream? No, because if you die in a dream, you die in real life. Yeah, that's true. And then, and <laughs> I, then have, I don't know if it's I've true, done, but I've heard that for years. <laughs> I've done the thing where, like, in the so when I was a kid, I used to actually be able to. I had very vivid dreams as a kid, and I could control when I would wake up. And I would actually, I would actually, like, have conversations with characters in my dreams, and like say goodbye before I woke myself up from the dream. <laughs> I'll see you tomorrow night, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, I would like hang out with the Ninja Turtles and then I'd be like, all right, well, I think, you know, we've done enough here. And then I'd be like, all right, I'm going to go. And then I'd wake myself up like I have really, really vivid dreams. I could control stuff. I could fly. You would think if I had vivid dreams like that, that I would never pee in my sleep. But I did pee in my sleep. Like I had a dream where, you know, that classic where you have to go to the bathroom and then in your dream, you're you're you like go to the bathroom and you start doing the bathroom things and then. And then it happens in real life. So that's not fun. So you had complete control of your yep. subconscious, still, but not your physical body. <laughs> yeah. And and there were times where I would look forward to dreaming because I knew I could like control the dream. This was like really young. This is around like first communion age. Cause yeah. Cause it's probably second grade. It was really weird. Now I have no control of my dreams. It's just like, it's out of control. And I don't, I don't have, Vivid dreams very, or like dreams very often. That's fascinating. And uh, I have many dreams or many stories of uh, like, I would be dreaming and thinking that I went to the bathroom in my dream and wake up in the like trash can in the kitchen was wet. You know, like very very strange, very strange. I I had a cousin, I had a cousin who would sleepwalk and pee in places around the house. Oh, like he would sleepwalk. Bad dog. uh, (laughs) Yeah. They caught him once. He was in the kitchen and he had opened the oven and peed right into the oven. The dog? No, my cousin. <laughs> cousin peed right into the oven. Uh, I don't know. Picturing a dog opening an oven and then claiming it is very funny. Peed. So I had to continue yeah. down that line. Here's the part no, of my dream not- that like really like everything that you've said about my dream kind of makes sense. You're kind of like, you know, like in the Bible, we hear about a lot of people's dreams being interpreted. This might be a gift of yours. I don't know if you if you know you realize that you had this gift. I think you're pretty close. I do. But here's the. Here's the thing that really, really shocked me about the whole thing. Like singing in front of people or forgetting words, singing like that. Like I, I sing. So like that should, that that part kind of makes sense. Right. But like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not against ACDC, but I'm not like a fan. Like I, I maybe yeah. know one or two of their songs. I guess if I looked up the, you know, their, their discography, I'd probably know a few more, but it's like, mm-hmm. what? Of all bands or all singers or anything, why is why I don't understand why it was ACDC. <laughs> yeah, it's always like like dream like dreams are yeah dreams have a tendency to bring up like acquaintance memories like acquaintance like not like really intense memories but just like you saw some guy at a Whataburger and then suddenly you have this dream that includes that guy and. It's really weird, man. Do you think actually dreams, I mean, I know, but beyond like the biblical background of that, but do you think dreams actually do have some type of meaning for your life? Or do you think they're just like the leftover garbage from your day and your brain's just kind of like, it's just your brain's kind of farting in the middle of the night? I think. Do you think it actually has like significance or is just meaningless? I think it it can be 
both. And I think like deciding yeah. that is probably pretty important. Like this dream, we're yeah. joking that you're, you know, revealing things about. I don't think this mean dream meant anything. I think it was just wild and really ridiculous. But like yeah. I, I I can't like because like I looked up like dreams in the scripture and there's at least there's over 20 stories of dreams like being important in the scripture. So mm-hmm. I like I don't think that ended in Bible times, right? Like I think that people still yeah. have dreams and like I like I have had dreams of like spiritual warfare type stuff happening like i've i've had a dream yeah. where saint michael and 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 satan were were battling and i knew that mm-hmm. they, like uh, in the dream i knew that they were like battling over me and like there's some truth yeah. to that right like there's always yeah, yeah. good and evil and there's good and evil within me and there's that fight between mm-hmm. myself and good or myself and good myself and evil and kind of you know um, yeah so i think there are some truths in that but i think also it is kind of like the brain like uh re like resorting things and putting things into like the the, the baskets yeah. kind of like in a kind of like in uh what's that emotions movie from pixar oh um oh goodwill hunting yeah yeah or that no, one uh, <laughs> no emotions uh emotions um uh i know what you're talking about where there's like the anger yeah. avatar and then there's like depression and sadness everyone's and yelling yeah, at their at their at their uh their tvs or their podcast things right now yeah I, it's weird because like even though I could vivid dream, I never took advantage of that morally. Like I couldn't. I still had a moral compass in my dreams. Inside out. Oh, there you go. I couldn't like do bad things in my dreams though. Like I couldn't. Like I felt like I still had like a moral compass, even though I knew I was in a dream. Maybe I was just a really moral kid. Like maybe I was just overly scrupulous as a kid. But like. Yeah. You know, like grown adults are still fascinated. You could go on Reddit and look up like lucid dreaming groups that like this is what they do. They like actively try to lucid dream to either like, I don't know, do bad stuff in their dreams or to like act out or live out things that they couldn't. I don't know. Fly, I guess. Just play video um, games, guys. (laughs) Like I know, right? Which Like we have VR. It's really interesting that you say that like in most of your dreams, like you've been moral because like I I think for – a lot of a lot of my dream, I, I would say a little less than half, but still like a good amount, have been me doing bad things or things that I wouldn't do mm. in real life. And yeah. I think it's like you know that kind of shows that my subconscious is actually a pretty terrible person, and you know yeah. the whole Christianity thing is able to repress that a little bit. You know, not quite. Like yeah, everybody yeah. that knows me knows that some of it still gets out. But yeah. I think there are you know like obviously dreaming. It's not like an I would consider it an outlet, right? Like it's not some. It, yeah. I, I just can't control it. So I think it just shows like how, who I am and how I am as, as subconsciously. Like I'm about half so good and half bad. <laughs> if you're actively trying. Like if you do a sin in a dream, it do, you don't have to confess it. But if you're lucid dreaming and you do, I think I remember talking to a priest about this. I'm like, if you're lucid dreaming and you decide in your dream to commit a sin, or if you're actively trying to lucid dream in order to sin in your dreams, like is that are you culpable of that? Like is that no? Like you, you can't because you unless your name is Edmund Mitchell. Like I think for you it is. No one else can control their <laughs> dreams. <laughs> no, but I'm saying if you're in one of these Reddit groups where you're actively trying to meditate before you go to oh, sleep. Oh, if you're so in you a Reddit group, dream. you 100% need to go to confession. <laughs> <laughs> but like like there are these this is where this is where the whole premise of the movie Inception came from where these groups of people that would lucid dream and there are these these like you can train your body to try to wake yourself up. Like if you read in some of these Reddit boards or groups about how to um lucid dream, it's all stuff from Inception. So 
uh, they say like, do th train yourself throughout your waking day to constantly like look at a clock or look at your hands so that it becomes a practice so that in your dream, if you look at a clock or look at your hands, you'll notice that you're dreaming and then you'll be able to lucid dream. So you'll wake up, right? So if you're actively trying to, which is where the premise for like inception came from with this idea that they're like, are you awake or are you dreaming? It's like a constant thing for people who are trying to lucid dream. And so, I mean, like if you're actively trying to lucid dream in order to do some, some unspeakable thing, like there is a little bit of that. You're like drawn to sin, right? Like if you are doing anything that you think is real based off of a Hollywood movie, you're an insane person. Like you're just insane. I'm saying and people I, do this. If, people if, actively if, do it. If, if you are clinically insane, which all of these people are, then you, no. then you do lose some culpability because if you're insane, then you can't be fully culpable. Well, I don't think it's clinically insane. Like these people are trying. They're trying to access. I mean, it's a form of spirituality for non-spiritual people, right? It's like, oh, I can access this part of my brain in my dreams. I could fly. I can be with a different spouse. I could like, I could be the president. Like I want to, so I can't act this out in my real life. So I'll dream. And then, I mean, it's, it's the same play video of, games and pray that solves both of the, the things that you would like to desire in lucid dreaming. <laughs> so is it a, so is it a sin in a world where we're all in the simulation in VR headsets? Is it then a sin to do naughty stuff in a VR reality? Uh, no. No, because, like, if you're playing Grand Theft Auto and you kill somebody and, like, rob a bank, yeah, you you're not doing it in real life. You didn't do a murder. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, could it be argued that it's, like, okay, games like that are a temptation to sin in real life? Yeah. Yes, but I don't think doing something bad in video games is bad. Like, is yeah. a sin. Yeah. Yeah. Man. I guess there's a few exceptions and we, we don't have to. <laughs> you can what about cheating on in a game? Like if you're playing a game, there's an understanding with other players that you play fair and then you cheat. Is, is that a immoral thing that, that like yes. you're yeah. breaking when the you're rules of the game? Yeah, I would think it's the same for like board games. Like if you and I are playing board games and I steal $8,000 mm -hmm. of Monopoly money. Yeah, like I, I cheated yeah. and I that hurts another human person. Then Okay. Yeah, then yeah. So, do you think there's a world where we use virtual reality to punish people for their crimes against humanity? Like we, we, we drug them, <laughs> we put them to sleep. It's like that. We, we always say anything you did to them, we do to you, but we just do it over and over again in VR. <laughs> yeah, like what if you had to force someone? Um, the, you had to force someone to be in a virtual reality, but they don't really know it. But that that's their punishment. That's purgatory. That's and that's our segment. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> Ever since I started doing these ads for Catholic Match, people have been coming out of the woodwork and say, uh, listeners of the show saying, oh, I met my wife. I met my husband on Catholic Match. Or uh, other people saying, like, look, I started trying it for the first time, and it actually is working out. Including this weekend, two friends of mine, uh, one uh, who's a friend from one city and one who's a friend from another city who didn't know each other and didn't even know that they had a mutual friend in me. Well, they had been talking through Catholic Match for the last couple of months and decided to finally meet in person. And they did so at my house. And then they went to dinner and it was lovely and they're dating now and I'm so happy for them. And all that 
was Catholic Match and I had nothing to do with it. So if you want to sign up, if you've been, if you've been you know, wanting to, to start dating again or, you know, after the pandemic is ending and all these things, try Catholic Match. It's free. CatholicMatch.com slash Forte. And anybody who has already signed up with our code or anybody who signs up over the next few weeks, you are put into a raffle for a free premium version of Catholic Match. So do that today. CatholicMatch.com slash Forte. Welcome back to Forte Catholic. I am Taylor Schroll. That is Edmund Mitchell. And uh, it's, it's just funny that you brought up you getting your, uh, you know, having dreams around your first communion age because my son just received his first communion just a few weeks ago. We briefly talked about it on the show a while back. Mine did too. Oh, really? Not a, Well, yeah, a few weeks ago, my son, my second oldest, he actually was the first to receive because my older oldest has, has not decided to go through first communion prep yet. Decided. Sorry, I threw off your whole. She's I a. Threw off your whole she's segment. a small child. She has no say in the matter. <laughs> I'm sorry. I threw off your whole segment here. I didn't mean to bring this up. But well, anyway. uh, my I'm better at parenting than you. That's what we just decided. Okay. <laughs> no, we let them decide. That's real dumb. You shouldn't do that until maybe confirmation. <laughs> I'm gonna bring up so much controversy in the comments. Everyone's gonna be like, "What are you doing? It's a CGS thing. It's catechism. Good. Anyway, sorry. No, it's no, a whole other... no. Real dumb. Um. Uh, but I have a book that my that my son received for his first communion that he received. Oh, maybe on time. something important, uh, like an important book that someone would want at first communion, like the Catechism, yeah, or the it's, Bible. It's called or... Catholic Funny Fill-ins. This is a Mad Libs game based on. Who Catholic gifted things. this to your son? My aunt, who's very Catholic and very into her faith, and I love it so much. My first thought, my first thought as he as he opened this was. This is going to be played on the show. My first thought. <laughs> and then so it's been sitting. You didn't even give it to your son. Oh, I, you didn't even give it to your son. You're like, I'm taking that. He's he's had it for a while and he's filled in he's filled in a couple of them, I think. Okay. All right, let's do it. But I'm ready. Um I so I brought I asked my wife where it was today, and she brought because we were gonna record. Okay. She brought it over yep. to me. I flipped it over, and there's a picture of someone I know. Of me. That no, Me. that wrote it. You did not write this book. You just heard it. Who? About. Who's on the back? Tommy Ty. Who's on the back? Tommy Ty and his wife wrote this book. Why am I not surprised that he wrote a Mad Lib book? The king of Catholic Twitter Tommy- is now the king of of Catholic kids uh, first communion gifts. <laughs> what company? What company is this Mad Lib's book? Who publishes this? This, this, this is book? from uh, uh, Pauline Kids from 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 the Pauline sisters, who I'm also friends with. This is fun, dude. We we need to do like an adult Catholic Mad Libs book and have like a whole series of books, adult Catholic Mad Libs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Like an adult themed, like Catholic, but adult themed. Yeah. Yeah. The more you book. say that, the more I laugh. <laughs> I just mean like mature. I just mean it's like, it's mature. It's rated M for mature. Yeah. That's, you're not making it any I just better. mean it's not like, I just mean like it's not for children. Okay. There we go. We'll stay on that. <laughs> so we're going to fill in this Mad Lib. Everybody knows what Mad Libs is. We're, I, I, you're going to, I'm going to fill one out for you first and then I'll fill one out okay. for me. So I'm going to, okay. just like all Mad Libs, we'll see if this is entertaining. I think it'll be entertaining yep. for us. We'll see if anybody is yeah. entertained by it. Okay. Um, I'm good at words. Even though I, even though I always lose at Scrabble to my wife, which is so dumb because I'm smarter than her, I should win at Scrabble and I don't, but I'm really good at words. Okay. Uh, would you like to do the blessings of blessing of the throats, famous folks, or a picnic with friends? The blessing of the throats, famous folks, or a picnic. Wait, the blessing of the throats? We're just gonna say the we're gonna fill in the blessing of the throats with random adjectives. Yep. <laughs> I feel a little nervous about doing that one, but that's the one I. Okay, I, then that's the one we're doing. I need an adjective from you. 
Adjective. And this is just going to be the blessing of the throats, but it's going to be replaced with no, words. No, I think that it's I come like a story with. about the blessing of throats, not the actual blessing. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right, okay. I'm ready. And now we bless your big toe by crossing. No, no, no. Okay, I need an adjective. Okay, you need an from adjective. You. Oh gosh. Um, a describing word. Uh, um, wide. <laughs> okay. A uh, small number. A small number. Yeah. Um, you know, five sixteenths. Okay. Another adjective. Let's go with. Man, let's go with um, feral. Feral. Okay. Which means uh, which means wild and untamed, like me. She felt uh, uh, uh animal, an animal, just any animal. Oh man, let's go with our favorite, the ferret. The feral ferret should be a name of a sports team. Uh, a noun. That's the name of my punk rock band. A noun. We were the feral ferrets in in high school. Mine is ACDC. <laughs> That's my punk band. <laughs> um, a noun is a person, place, or thing. Yeah, you can speed it up anytime you want. <laughs> oh, uh, Raymond Arroyo. Raymond. Arroyo. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, body part. Careful. Careful what? Body part. Be careful. Let's do the... Let's do... Uh, can I say ovary? No. Okay. Can I say... <laughs> can I say... You'll edit it out, right? If it's bad. Uh, we're just going to go with knee. <laughs> okay. Noun. Give How about noun. uvula? Uvula. Okay. Give me a noun. It's a thing in the back of your throat. I, I'm aware. It's very different than- A noun! Give me a noun! This is not the oh. entertaining part. We're still recording a podcast. Hurry up. And now, Michael Voris. <laughs> Michael Voris. Okay. All my nouns are- Exclamation and exclamation. Uh, Gadzooks! Gad- Isn't that a place where you bought punk rock stuff? We have a theme. Adjective. Um, um, moist. Okay. Uh, profession. Podcaster. Okay. Liquid. (laughs) Urine. No. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, milk. Okay. Or milk or milk milk or milk. Uh, fur- a, a piece on. of furniture. Oh, an ottoman. Ottoman. Uh, a number. Any number. Hope- oh, gosh. Another number? I'm just going to say under 1,000 so I don't have to write a big number. <laughs> yeah, let's say 700. Okay. Uh, verb in the past tense. What does that mean? A a, verb in the past? Like I- past tense. Like a verb that has already happened. Walked. Strided. Okay, uh Shrided? Strided. Stop arguing Stride? with my oh. words and give me one of yours. <laughs> uh, 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 combed. Combed. Okay, three more. Name of a male oh in the room. God. Name of a male in the room right here? Sure. <laughs> wait, but can it, wait, no, I need to come up with the name of a male that will be in the room of there or here? It's supposed Taylor. to be there. <laughs> Taylor. Taylor. Uh, a plural body part. Please be careful. 
A plural body part? What does that mean? Like, it's something that is more than I one? I did not think this was going to be this difficult. Second graders can do this. They can also not decide when to have their own first communion. Plural body uh, parts. Eyes, ears. toes, ears. Okay. Yeah, but it means that much more that they decide. Plural food. Plural food. Uh, let's Co- go corns. with cheeses. <laughs> cheeses. Okay. The grand reveal. Are you ready for this? That was excruciating. Yeah. I did not think it was going to take that long. I mean, this is a theme when you have me on the show. Last time, I think you said the same thing. <laughs> Here we go. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. My wide sister <laughs> woke up at 5 sixteenths in the morning feeling feral. <laughs> Do you have a sister? Yeah. She wakes up feeling feral. Is she wide? <laughs> no. She's not very wide. She felt like she had a ferret in her throat. <laughs> Dad, help! My fo- my my throat feels like Raymond 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 Arroyo. <laughs> Can you clip that? Can you clip you trying to pronounce that? Yeah. Uh, Dad rushed in and checked her uvula for a fever. That's actually pretty good. Like it's in, in the the mouth region. That's why I said it. Open wide, he said. And he used a Michael Voris to look in her mouth. <laughs> it's a lot of investigating. Uh, Get zooks! I've never seen a throat so moist before. That one actually works. Uh, we'd better take you to see the podcaster. <laughs> uh, I would like you to remember, this is the blessings of the throat story. And now we're taking yeah. this young girl to a podcaster. I guess there are some priests. She could be taking him to Father Anthony, who's a podcaster and a exactly. priest. Exactly. actually do it. But in general, podcasters are no helper useful. <laughs> <laughs> After being examined, it turned out she had an infection and was told to drink warm milk and relax on the ottoman in the living room for the next 700 days. That was going really well until we got to the amount of days. Drink warm milk, yeah. sit on the ottoman. Uh, as we combed home, I guess that I Ew. just pictured somebody <laughs> combing their hair as yeah. they drive home, which I can't do. Yeah. We realized that today was the feast of St. Blaise, the patron saint of people who suffer from illnesses of the throat. We pulled over at the church to get a blessing from Father Taylor. He blessed everyone's throats and ears, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> After that, we all felt better knowing that God was in control. So dad treated us to frosty cheeses. <laughs> you shouldn't be eating cheese when your throat hurts. <laughs> I mean, you know, frosty cheese. That's kind of that's kind of nice. Frosty cheese. That's gross. OK, it is my turn and I'm going to show you how this is done. All right. Okay, show me how it's done. I, I was going you, to like but you're looking, but you're looking. How could you do it? I, I know. I, I I have I have this thing called. But you're going to be able to read. But you're going to be able to read the sentence no, and I'm, then put I'm, in the I'm word. Just, I'm just going to read the words. I have integrity. Okay. I do things all the all time right. where people have to trust me that I'm doing this correctly. This isn't a dream, so this matters. You got to do it real. Animals at mass. That's what we're doing. Okay. Uh, a length of time, two hours. Uh, I was going to send this to you to read, and then I realized that you probably can't read my handwriting. This is going to be interesting. The well, whole you could send me a photo I of could... the page, and then I could fill it out. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. Let's do that. I will... okay. I'm sending you a picture right now. We'll be back after a message from Drink Studio Coffee, drinkstudiocoffee.com. It's a great place for you to find all your coffee needs or just one coffee need, drinkstudiocoffee.com. Okay, you've got, and your, we're te- back. You've got your text message now. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, my we're back. Okay, Taylor. All right, so now you can so, just ask me. Yeah. I didn't get anything from you. I texted Edmund Mitchell. 
Well, I didn't get anything, so. Well, I, oh, te- there you go. I texted Edmund Mitchell, so that's you. Okay, don't look. Okay, I'm not looking. My first answer is two hours. Okay, we need a verb. Uh, sprinted. We need a name of a relative. Uh, Susan. We need an adjective. Jovially. The problem, jovially. The problem is if I would have just blurted out stuff, you would have had to edit most of this. Animal. Uh, cheetah. Adjective. Uh, sweatingly. Name of a male in the room. Edmund. Animal. There's a lot of animals. Edmund. I'm just kidding. Uh, anteater. Large. Oh. Large number. Uh, just write a really big four. <laughs> okay. Uh, plural animal. Uh, animals. Like a. Yeah, uh, 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 deer. Verb in the past tense. Uh, died. Adjective. Mm, bright. Animal. Uh, platypus. Plural type of plant. <laughs> uh, cacti. Exclamation. What's up? Adjective. Golly, there are so many adjectives in this one. Uh, this is so long. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Did I do this many? Yeah. <laughs> it was excruciating. Okay. Adjective. Uh, quickly. Plural body part. Mm, big toes. Animal noise. Caca! Name of family pet. Rascal. Adjective. Golly, I don't know this many adjectives. <laughs> uh, 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 excruciatingly. Wait, no, that's not an adjective. Like, or is that? No, that's an ad verb. Adjective is like a color or a, descri- a describing. Blue. What's an adjective? Alexa. What? Blue. Blue? Okay. okay. Are you ready? I, th- I, I sure hope so. Once every two hours, the whole family gets to sprint to mass together. And by the whole family, I mean Susan, my siblings, <laughs> my jovial cousins, and even our beloved Cheetah. Yep, that's right. It's the sweaty feast of St. Francis. (laughs) Father Edmund starts the mass outside with the blessing of the animals. This year, there was an anteater on a leash for deer who died. (laughs) All over each other. Four, Four deer who died all over each other and even a bright platypus uh, who ate some of the cacti in the church in the courtyard of the church? Your thumb is in the way. Um, fa- father in the church. What's up? <laughs> Said father. Extended his 
his big toes <laughs> over the group of animals for the blessing, our pet let out a loud Ga-ga! I'm not and I'm not sure if the rascal is any holier after the blessing, but father said hopefully it will help him be less blue. Boy, I I saw this segment going so well. And it did not. And if you want more of this content, <laughs> go on over to patreon.com slash Forte Catholic for more doesn't exist Mad anymore. Libs action. It, is it God, Forte Catholic? Think, no, Patreon, I quit that long ago. I, <laughs> if you want more of this action, go on over to the internet and search Forte Catholic. Uh, this might be the worst segment we've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> I, just lean into it. I just I thought it was going to go so well. And that, that's nothing <laughs> against the great folks at Pauline. Pauline Media, Pauline Books and Media. Nothing against our friend Tommy Ty. This book was made for small children, Children. and uh, I, 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 not for podcasters on the on the internet. (laughs) Hey man, if you don't have bad segments, if you don't have bad segments, you won't appreciate the good segments. Last week was the best show that I have produced in the last year. And, and uh, I'm here to bring the bad segment. We had we had to we had, we had to have a come down. And uh, yeah, it, it, this you got to show people that it, it, you can't expect because like if people expect it to be up here every episode, then they're then they're gonna get complacent. Like then like they're gonna expect that every time. So you got to kind of like give it some room, right? Yeah, for sure. So and, and like it's not even your fault. This was 100 percent my idea, and it, it was. It, I've it was had tough. bad segments too. I've had bad segments too, man. I've had you segments don't have where segments. it's like you just hit record and talk for an hour and a half. <laughs> no, but little bits, little bits where I'm like, "Hey, let's do this," and then it does not work at all. I had one where we played back a clip from the podcast, and then and then it was no audio, and we filled in like we did voiceover work, and it was not funny at oh, all. Oh, I I heard that, and and I it was I, not I remember funny at thinking all. this. They saw this going differently. <laughs> Yeah, it did not work. I thought it would be so much funnier, and it was not funny at all. Well, you know the good news is is that uh, this segment, the second segment, used to be the guest segment, and we had a lot of duds as guests. Uh, so a lot of mm-hmm. people are used to the old school Forte Catholic podcast having the uh, skipping through the second the second uh, segment. So yeah. Uh, yeah. you can skip through the last eighteen minutes. Too late, you're already here. But the good news is when we come when we come back, we are we're bringing back. A beloved segment uh, called which, Freestyle which we're Preaching. Gonna do poorly, which uh, we're going to do poorly. No, I am to, 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 so to, good to, at this Just game. to keep the theme. Okay, okay. No, no, no. We are redeeming ourselves next segment. Don't go anywhere. Edmund's first try ever at Freestyle Preaching. We'll be right back. I am having so much fun uh, creating different kind of bonus content and added content from this show, including over on TikTok, which I haven't talked about yet. At Taylor Stroll on TikTok is mostly a lot of uh, clips from the show uh, and also over on YouTube Shorts, which is essentially just YouTube copying what TikTok is doing. You can always follow us on YouTube at Forte Catholic. And over this past week, we even have some exclusive clips, stuff that happens between the segments of the show that you will only see on YouTube, not sharing on social media or anything. So go over and subscribe today at youtube.com slash Forte Catholic. Not only do you get full link at the episodes of this podcast, you get that bonus stuff you get talks you get music all sorts of fun over there do it today 
It's a great free way to help us, and you get all kinds of great Catholic entertainment. Forte Catholic, nope, youtube.com slash Forte Catholic. Welcome back to Forte Catholic. I am Taylor Stroll. That is still Edmund Mitchell. And we are going to play uh, the segment that was created for me. And with all of my co-hosts, I like to put them through the gauntlet of playing this game that I excel at and see if they're any good at it. Uh, Because... Maybe I like making my friends look bad. Who knows? So this is a game called Freestyle Preaching. The, the premise is we're going to give each other three words. And we have the other person has 60 seconds to come up with like a real 60-second sermon. Like a quick, like, you know, like think like daily homily, right? Daily mass homily. Praise. Just real quick. Praise. But the trick is we have to include the three words that the other host gives us. So, uh, Edmund, would you like to preach first or would you like me to preach first? Uh, I'm going to let I'm going to let the the man of the house go first. I'm going to let the dealer dealer go first. Okay. Dealer's choice. So, what you are guy, my three words, guy. sir? Okay, your first word is hairy. Your second word is a little bit cheating, but it's Vatican Bank. The Vatican Bank. Okay. And your third word is vegan. Vegan. And you're gonna put a little worship pad below this, right? Put a little like worship, like a little pad. <laughs> that like would a be funny. Swell, like a little I, swell. I should. That's a lot of work in post, but we'll see what happens. Okay. All right. We'll get get uh get someone to do it. All right. Here you go. All right. We are we All are right. ready. Uh, my six. Should we open seconds. with a prayer? Or are you just gonna? No. Okay. No. Just 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 going for it. We, it's it's daily mass. Preach, and brother I, and Taylor. I'm the priest, and and we're going. Brother Taylor. Uh, a little-known story in the Old Testament Testament is the story of Esau. The man was very hairy, and his brother was like, hey, I can pretend to be hairy. I wouldn't have had to do that. I would have been the hairy brother in this situation, but hopefully I wasn't as dumb as Esau because Esau, mm. uh, like, or, uh, his brother had to go and steal the blessing from his father. And apparently the father could only ever give one blessing ever, which seems very strange in hindsight, and I've never noticed that problem before. But the brother disguised himself with sheep fur. I mean, like, Esau had to be crazy hairy for the sheep fur to be like, yeah, this feels right. And he goes and steals his dad's blessing. And I would call that shady business practices, which many in the Vatican Bank uh, have been accused of, and who knows what's really going on. But we know that a lot of our friends... Uh, are, are investigating that, uh, you know, like over at the pillar. They're doing some some fantastic yeah. work. So uh, in retrospect, if the dad would have been vegan, uh, you know, it, it, would, it wouldn't have mattered because the brother wouldn't have made him some really good soup with some meat in it. It would have been just some lentils or something. And maybe mm. uh, hairy people for all time, like myself, would have gotten the father's blessing. Whoa. Amen. Dude. Amen. Preach. Wow. Life-changing. Life giving. I th- I think that was great. You know, this is really a game, but I think that's going to change a lot of people's lives. <laughs> I think it will. I think if people really go back and unpack what you said there, um, I think they're going to really see that there's a lot of connections. Is it bad that right when you said Harry and then Vatican Bank, I knew I was going to make a snide comment about uh, stealing and <laughs> some shady practices? <laughs> I mean, you got to do what you got to do. I mean, the way you, I mean, you you made up the rules of the game, so it's not anyone's fault. It's just what you have to do. It is okay. Here we go. This is this is your uh, inaugural and inaugural. That's always a hard word for me to say. Your inaugural no pressure, uh, no pressure. Preaching of freestyle preaching. Your three yeah. words, sir, are microphone, pink shirt. Because I think you have some pink in your shirt, and we have to address that at some point. Might, might as well do it now. And the word football, microphone, pink shirt, and football. Yeah. 
<clears throat> Your time begins now. Uh, a lot of you out there might be struggling right now, and that's and that it's understandable. It's COVID times, right? And and the evil one wants to keep you down. The evil one wants to keep you down, and you have a word to give to the world. And the word that you want to give to the world, the evil one does not want you to give. But the Lord gives you a microphone, it says in Scripture. He gives you a microphone to share your word, right? And the evil one wants to keep you down. He wants to, he wants to put you in clothes that are not of your kind, says the Lord, right? He wants to put you in clothes that make you uncomfortable, right? He wants to, for Taylor, put him in a pink shirt to make him uncomfortable, right? There's, we live in a world, right? There's a war, on Christmas, right? And the evil one wants to stop you from, from, can I get it? Amen. To stop you from enjoying, uh, that, which is your birthright says the Lord things like football, soccer, uh, microphones, right? And that is the, that is the real problem that you need to take a microphone, take the Lord's microphone and tell the evil one that you're going to enjoy football or you might even enjoy the pink shirt but i think really if you dig down deep you have to unlock the locking in order to access the healing that comes from the wearing of the pink shirt and enjoying football and not All right, we are in. way past time amen <laughs> can i get an amen support so me on patreon <laughs> Patreon.com slash the studio grapevine. That's way too many words, by the way. I've been meaning okay, to address sorry. that with you. Um, I just was feeling the Lord move. And here, I just here's really the thing. Like you, you, uh, there are many videos that go around on social media of like the, the bad youth pastor that's a guest that's never going to be invited back and all the things that he says. Yeah. And you started off great. Like I was really impressed. And then we'll get to this one in a second. You 100% committed heresy and then you just got really angry like you could tell like you're the speaker that ha hasn't had a prayer life in like three three years because you're just yelling about things it doesn't make any sense but we know you're angry about it <laughs> yeah i might, just might trying to pull out metaphors and analogies like just pulling stuff and you also use every word twice which you didn't need to do <laughs> I mean that's what good preachers do. You gotta re no, you gotta hear it seven good, times. Good to preachers really get preach it in there. too long, and you did two and a half minutes. When you're supposed exactly. To do that's true to form. It's true uh, to form. But you 100. percent My my favorite line was the heresy, as it says in scripture. The Lord gives you a <laughs> microphone. <laughs> as we all know, in Job chapter four, God uh, <laughs> told the future by about two thousand, three thousand years. That's what I love. That's what I love is when when someone is giving a talk about Christianity, and they're kind of like their brain is moving faster, and then they they know that there's some. Christian sounding phrase, but they're not. So then they're kind of pull, like they're kind of reaching for a scripture verse and then they kind of find it. Then they're maybe, then they work it in. That's kind of always fun to see happen. Yeah. It helps if you just don't get angry whilst preaching. Just keep cool, calm, and collected. Man. Um, hey man it's, it's but it is funny. This is the second week in a row that someone has brought up like getting flustered while giving a talk. Like last week, uh, yeah. it, it like just came out uh, as we record this. It just came out, so you haven't seen it. But uh, uh, Fa Father Anthony said in a homily, like an actual Sunday homily, uh, he was trying to say this crap sometimes isn't even our fault, and he definitely said fart. 
And it was so funny. This crap isn't our fart. It was great. That was last week's episode. If you missed it, you got to just lean into. Like, if you ever, this is probably something you figured out too. Like, if you ever make a mistake, the worst thing is for the audience to be aware of something that you're not aware of. Like, if 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 people are listening to you and there's like an inside joke that the audience has that you as a pre like a preacher or a speaker or something, so you just have to acknowledge it. I think I think you just have to acknowledge it. Like, oh, I said fart. I did not mean that. Yeah. I yeah I. 100 percent agree. This is probably uh, Father this is Anthony. Probably too, Father this, Anthony just plowed through it, and it, we made fun of him for that all week. We don't have to rehash the whole thing. This is this might be too hot for your radio for your for your show your your program here, but okay, then don't say it. Priest. We're playing a game. <laughs> oh, are give we going me, again? Give me, yes. Give me my next three words. Oh, okay. Okay, then I'll just give you the word. Peanuts. Um. Uh. Um. Bitcoin. And, um, uh, eggplant. There you go. Okay. Recently, I, I've, in my entire life, I had never invested in the stock market or anything like it before. And I recently put a, a, a good amount of money for me. Like, I mean, I work at Catholic ministry, so it's not a ton of money, but I put a good amount of mm. money for me into Bitcoin and it just came crashing down. So, like, I have lost a good amount of the Bitcoin that I have had here recently. And, like, my family and I are just going to be eating peanuts for the next few days because we have absolutely nothing that, that we're going to be eating. We, we, were, we were going to the moon, and now we need to just eat peanuts because it's been very, very difficult for us here in the Stroll family. But like, I think this is a story of putting our faith in things other than God. I, I 100% put my faith and my money, I, I put some money behind my faith in Bitcoin. I thought it was doing great. And then it just crashed down. So not only mm. am I going to have to eat peanuts, I'm going to have to eat things that I don't even like, like eggplants. The only thing we can afford these days. So the ultimate message is to keep putting your faith in God and giving him the money instead of, instead of putting our faith in worldly things that we don't even understand, like Bitcoin. Man, that was good. Thank you. I think that was a good witness. I could tell who you were before and then the the event that really the turning point and then who you became after I saw in that. Boy, I hope Bitcoin rebounds. It's been a rough couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. Uh you're going to close us out. Are you ready for this? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. The the government Okay. Government or government. Aliens. And Jeff Bezos. Your time begins now. We place our faith in a lot of things. Bitcoin. We place our faith in Bitcoin. <laughs> we place our faith in, in things that are of this world. And now, in a postmodern society, what they want you to place your faith in is things of other world of the other world. The government is coming out with this, this propaganda that there are aliens, that aliens exist. Well, what about the aliens here in, in our world that are a threat to our faith, right? Aliens like Jeff Bezos, who is, who has created an infrastructure where you order things and it comes the next day. That is an assault on the virtue of patience, which we all need to practice more of. I say, bring back eight day shipping. And do away with 24-hour shipping, says the Lord, because we need to practice patience and place our trust in the in things of this world and not things of the other world, like aliens.
you don't take any notes. That was even angrier than the last one. You're so angry. <laughs> and the angrier you get, the more insane you become. <laughs> Relax. I mean, I mean, it's the point of the show, right? Like I'm trying to I'm trying to dial this up a little bit. Oh man. You're ridiculous. None of that, I don't know how this goes. None of man. that made sense. That's the kind of preacher I am. That's the kind of preacher I am, Taylor. Uh, the the point of this is that you and I have both been working in ministry for so long. We should be yeah. able to be good at this. Like, yes, it's yeah. ridiculous, and the words are ridiculous. But we should I don't be. Know what you're talking about? I'm doing a great job. No, you're not. And like, do, <laughs> do you do you preach this angry? Like, when when you actually prepare, yeah. do you preach this angry? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I don't. Okay. No. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to close the show with this. I I want you to like think, a serious like go serious. I, I want yes. I I for I want you to give me. A 60 seconds, like a closing of a talk that you've actually given. Like something that you actually care about. Give me a 60 seconds-ish on like a topic. The 60 seconds close? Or, uh, uh, the uh, close uh, of a... You, you make videos on social media where it's like little 60 second things for Instagram. Yeah. With an actual message. I want you to... No, mm -hmm. no, no gimmicks, no other words. I want you to actually okay. share something real so we can see how you actually preach. Like a six, so, but I wouldn't preach in sixty seconds. You, so, are you saying the end you, of a talk? You are now. For I, I, I tried to change it and say a sixty-second Instagram video, and you didn't listen because you don't take notes. <laughs> no, no, wait. But are you saying right now you want? Never me to give mind. The I don't want. I don't even want to do it anymore. <laughs> You're so ridiculous. Because I was gonna say normally the last sixty seconds of a talk are like let's bow our eyes and close our heads, right? It's like kind of like let's let's go I, into the. I can't close my head. <laughs> Okay, so you, what do you want me to do here? Give me it. Give me give me the direction. 60 seconds of real preaching. Of real preaching. All right. Let me go to my happy place for a second here. Where is that? All right. If you're angry, I'm going to reach through and punch you. If I <laughs> Thus saith the Lord, you need to repent and submit to the Pope. <laughs> 60 seconds of real it's, preaching. It, I mean, we're about to not even have 60 seconds left. Hurry up. No, I can do it. I can do it. Okay. All right. Um, A lot of people don't know that the name of Jesus is itself a prayer. And so the next time that you're experiencing anxiety, negative emotions, and you don't know what to say or to do, or you don't even have the capacity to pray, I would encourage you to try close your eyes and go to a place of prayer, but just repeat the name of Jesus until, and trying to give yourself the freedom and the, and the openness to experience the presence in his name. Uh, that's helped me in my life, especially in times of anxiety and pressure to just breathe, say the name of Jesus and kind of welcome in his presence and, and see if I can um, kind of become more attuned to that. You're much better at real preaching than you are at this game. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> that was actually really good. But now uh, I, I, I ask a follow-up question. So we just moved from that little yeah. that little talk, and we just moved to yeah. small group. And I'm a teenager, and you're now the small group leader. Okay. okay. I, I have yeah. I have a follow-up question. Now should gotcha. I should I be saying this Jesus out loud? Because I feel like if every time I'm anxious, I just say Jesus. I'm gonna be the strange person walking around Walmart just saying Jesus every two seconds. You know, you could say it out loud. You could say it under your breath. You could say it in your head. I think it's whatever, you know, like, which high school do you go to, Taylor? Like, what's your family life like? 
Good, good, good smug. <laughs> that was a strange transition, but whatever. You showed that you cared, just in a very. I want to get to know you. Very odd way, but uh, here, like, what would you like to say to? Here's me? the challenge for everybody listening today. If you've made it this far, if you made it through the last segment, and you made it through Edmund yelling at you preaching, <laughs> and you're still here, the challenge is the next Jesus. time you are out in public, just every three seconds, under your breath, say the name Jesus. And see now. Make sure you p- say it. Please, please say it. Please re- say it reverently. Yeah, you can say say it reverently. But if you just re- walk re- around going Jesus, but re- <laughs> like you can't say it like that. Record the reaction of the people around you and send it in, and we might play it on the air. Yeah. That's our show today. Yeah. That's Edmund Mitchell. He's a much better co-host than he is uh, <laughs> preacher, preacher. Of, of strange words. Uh, follow the show, his podcast, wherever. You listen to podcasts or on YouTube. I'm Taylor Stroll. Hit the subscribe button. I love you. I'll be back next week. Say it. Thank you guys so much for watching or listening to today's podcast. I hope that you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed making it. If you did, hit the subscribe button if you are watching on YouTube or wherever you uh, are listening on your podcast app. Uh, Hit the like button. Share this with a friend, somebody who you might think would enjoy today's podcast. That's the best way for us to grow is for you to just be like, hey, I've got this buddy who's Catholic who who might enjoy some, some Catholic light comedy. Hit the share button. Thank you guys so much. God bless, and I'll see you next week. Peace.